0: Hi listeners, welcome to the Grief Out Loud podcast produced by the Dougie Center for Grieving Children. I'm Janita Christofaro and wanted to give you just a little heads up as you listen to this episode, you'll be hearing references to our old name, which was Dear Dougie. So just so you don't get too confused, you're listening to the right podcast and we look forward to bringing you even more great content under the Grief Out Loud name. Thanks for joining us. Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Dougie podcast produced by the Dougie Center for Grieving Children. I'm Janitor Krista and thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is meant to open up the often avoided conversation about grief. While loss is something we will all experience throughout our lives, when it occurs most of us are left not knowing what to do, how to feel, or how to talk about it. So whether you're grieving a loss or wanting to support someone who is, we hope these podcast conversations lead to a better understanding of grief and also give you some ideas and inspiration for how to show up for yourself and those you care about. Today's guest is Asher Liu. Asher is
1: the Teen Board Chair of SLAPT, which stands for Surviving Life After a Parent Dies. SLAPT is a -a one-of-a-kind online support community created completely by and for teens. Thanks so much for joining me today, Asher.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.
1: Asher and I were talking quickly before we started recording and realized that he is absolutely the youngest guest we've ever had on Dear Dougie. So congratulations,
2: Asher. Thank you so much.
1: And Asher, going even back further, you were only 10 when your dad died. And
2: you're how old now? Uh, I'm 15. I'm just starting my sophomore year of high school.
1: So it's been five years since your dad died and, and Slapped was started by your sister. Is that right?
2: yeah. So Jean-Bierre started Slapped uh, in the middle of the eighth grade, the year after uh, my father died. She met a girl named Isabel, who, were, who was also in her grade, who also lost a parent. And after talking uh, with Isabel, she felt understood. And she went online to search for other teens who, who had lost a parent. But she couldn't really find any resource that had to do anything with that. So the Slapped idea, you know, was born.
1: Do you have any idea about the origin of the name? Like, how did they decide on that?
2: You know, I'm not really sure how to answer that question because every couple weekends she'd have a bunch of adults brainstorming the exact question of what the name should be. I don't don't think there's really any origin. I think it's just a cool acronym and it, you know, works, like getting slapped in the face.
1: Right, that grief can feel like such a physical shock to the system. Exactly. What do you remember from being 10, I guess you were 11, when your sister started this organization and, you know, your year out from your dad having died? What do you remember thinking? Like, what is my sister doing? This is helpful. Does she, what's happening? And what was your take on it?
2: Well, the first thing that came to my mind was I could never do something like what she was doing. I admired the work that she did. I didn't really understand you know what was going on behind the scenes what how much effort it actually took. I thought it was really cool and honestly like I did want to start working on slap as soon as I could but the my commitment level wasn't really at the same point as you know hers was so it took me a little while to get into slap but I'm overjoyed that I started working on it this year.
1: So you let her kind of do the hard work getting things going. <laughs> it, exactly. Really overwhelming. Tell us a little bit more about your role now, the role that you've moved into this year.
2: I'm the team board chair and content director at SLAP. So what I try to do mostly is uh, help content creators with like ideas and different projects that they should post on our website and also like the day-to-day stuff, you know, like sending emails, coordinating with different bereavement centers, you know, around the country.
1: The website for people who aren't familiar with it, it's a collection of articles and essays and Mm -hmm. I think there's some question and answers that are written by teens about their own experiences with grief. And then you've got some information about grief support centers around the country for people who want to get connected perhaps with a group. Who else contributes?
2: The biggest contributors on our website are going to be teens. We have something on our website called the Teen Board, and it consists of four to five teens, including myself, who are the majority creators of the content. You know, one of our long-term goals is to expand the Teen Board because, you know, the more content and the more teens contributing, you know, the better.
1: So you're trying to diversify the people who are writing those articles. Exactly. And can you give us some examples of maybe topics or titles that... You notice draw a lot from the audience.
2: Yeah, so like a very common example is the first Mother's Day without you know your mom, or the first Father's Day without your dad, or how to talk with your friends about your most recent loss.
1: And really coming from that perspective of I'm a teen too, here's what's worked for me, not necessarily saying you <laughs> should do this, but here's some ideas of things that have been helpful. Yeah,
2: exactly. Have you written one of the articles or the items on the website? So I've been working on a collection of articles that will be posted bi-weekly, and it's uh, surrounding Option B by Cheryl Sandberg. Have you, have you heard of the book?
1: I have, yeah, Option B about resilience after a loss.
2: Exactly. So uh, I've been writing chapter summaries, three to four paragraphs on what is this chapter about and why it's important and, and how it relates to me. So that's what I've been doing.
1: And then when you think back to like being younger and just getting to know Slapped and seeing what was being posted, is there a particular article that stood out that was helpful to you in your
2: grief? Actually, I don't remember a ton of articles, but I remember this one about a Northwestern football player who lost his dad when he was a teenager. It talked about, you know, his life story and how he became, you know, this. Prominent figure on the football team because he was the team captain. What he did and how he was resilient and how he persevered really stuck with me during my childhood.
1: So having an example of someone who had also had a dad die but was able to go Mm -hmm. on and be successful and in their life. Since Slapped is kind of a family affair, how (laughs) has the project affected your relationships within your family?
2: Slapped has brought the three siblings together because I have also a younger sibling. And she is currently part of the teen board. And my sister, who's helped, you know, integrate me into SWAP, kind of has brought us all together, which has been super beneficial. I get to know a different aspect of them, a different side of them, you know, the more like work side. And I think it's been a really awesome experience.
1: Are there things that you learned about your siblings and how they're grieving as opposed to or in alignment with how you grieve?
2: Yeah, weirdly enough, I've noticed that when my dad first died, I cried all the time and I was like, I have no one to play baseball with, but my dad loved us all equally. But at the the same time, we all kind of had different relationships with my dad. They all had their special moments with him. I've learned that like what I went through wasn't the same thing that, you know, my little sister went through or my older sister went through. And And I think realizing that made me understand them a lot more.
1: Yeah, interesting in that you're all grieving the same person, but in a sense, not the same person, because you had each of you had a different relationship and a different set of memories. And so sitting in this place of being five years out from your dad's death and being part of this online community for teens, what would you say to a teen who is brand new to their grief?
2: So one thing I'd say, and everybody says this, but honestly, there's no way, no right way to grieve. You know, no one should tell you there's one way to grieve or cope. Another thing: find people that who are going to be with you every step of the way. And because when I when my dad just died, I try, I looked and I had an awesome community uh, waiting there to comfort me. And that's what any teen should look for. I know it might be hard if you don't have a community waiting there for you, but w- the one thing you should do is always find the people who are going to be there for you, because that's what's going to help you, and you're going to be able to confide in them, and that's going to make your grief period a lot just a lot more effective.
1: And for teens out there maybe who don't have a close community or maybe they do, and what I hear a lot from teens is they have really good friends, but when their person dies, their friends have no idea what to do or say and they end up having to seek out different types of Mm -hmm. connections with people. And I wonder how Slapped sees itself maybe filling that gap.
2: Yeah, that's kind of Slapped's mission too, to be there for you. At any time, you can read an article about what you're going through, and that's Slap's main goal, to make sure that teens feel understood and comforted.
1: And I know you talked about the new article series that you're going to be doing based on... Sheryl Sandberg's option B book about resilience. Are there other exciting developments on Slap's Horizon that we should be looking for?
2: Yes, we're in the midst of reconstructing our team board. We have a core of four to five people creating articles, but, but our main goal is to try to recruit more and more teens all around the country to help contribute to Slap. Cuz that's our main goal, having teens being able to share their stories through Slap so that other teens can access it. Also, uh, we're going to expand our network of partnerships with grief and other bereavement centers.
1: So if you are a teen, say we've got a teen listening to our show, or more likely an adult in their life is listening to the show right now, what's the best way for them to get involved?
2: So, I mean, there are a couple of ways to get involved. One is we have the teen board application on our website. So if you're ever looking for like a very low commitment volunteer job, contributing content, that's one awesome way to get involved. Another way is, if you don't want to be in the team board, you could. we're always there if you want to submit content to us. We'd love for you to do that, too. If you don't want to get involved, but just, you know, create an account and a tribute page on our website, that's also an awesome way to contribute to stuff.
1: So you can create a tribute page for the person in your life who died?
2: Exactly, and you can put pictures, and it's not visible to anyone. It's private. The administrators don't even have access to it. And it's great because you can, you know, write about and uh, post pictures of your loved ones.
1: It's almost like a private online journal page.
2: Yeah, that's what we like to think, think it, yeah. Do you have a
1: sense that there are adults out there who want to understand how their teens are grieving, and so they're sort of lurking on the site? Not necessarily lurking, but like, you know, doing a little research by reading other teens' articles. Mm -hmm.
2: You know, of course, that wasn't our main goal, but yeah, we want to make it accessible to adults, too,
1: So there's no like age screener when you click on the website. No. Because if you're over 18, (laughs) you're not
2: welcome. No, we don't want to do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So for curious adults out there, this might be a really good option for you to get a window into how teens in your life are grieving and things that are maybe too charged or too hard for them to talk about with you, but maybe a way for you to learn a little bit about their process. So over the course of these five years since your dad died, How's grief changed you, and how has your grief changed?
2: When my when my dad, you know, just died, I didn't really know what that meant. In a sense, you know, I knew I didn't have, I would never have a father. But I, I think maybe after the first week, I started to realize what it really meant. And it, you know, I, I, I you know I cried all the time. I realized, you know, I have no one to play baseball with or play video games with. Yeah, I know my dad did play some video games, but. <laughs> it still freaks me out, you know, that my dad died. But now I think my grief does look different. You know, a lot has happened. You know, now when I think of my dad, I I remember how much he loved me and what he wanted me to become. And that's to become just a happy uh, human being. So that's now how I think of my dad.
1: So moving from that immediate place of thinking of all the holes in your life without your dad there, to now thinking about and reflecting on him and his character and how he influenced yeah. you and continues to.
2: Yeah. all this, I think about him, you know, all the time. And I realize he wanted me to become whatever I wanted to become in a sense. He wanted me to just be happy. And, and it's awesome that I get to think of him like that because I love my dad.
1: Well, Asher, I'm just so in awe of the work that you're doing and the work that your sister did to make this organization come together, realizing <laughs> how little there is out there for teens to teens, right? There's a lot out there that people like yeah. me have written for teens and for adults supporting teens, but there's nothing as powerful as it coming from, you know, from the mind and the mouth of a different teen.
2: Yeah, it's pretty spectacular.
1: So I'm going to link to the website in our show notes, but just for our listeners, could you spell out the website so they can get to you pretty easily?
2: Sure. It's www.slapd.com.
1: Well, thank you again, Asher, for talking with me today. Thank you for the work that you do. I hope that there are lots of people listening today who decide to go onto the website and become contributing teens or adults maybe getting a little bit of (laughs) insight.
2: Thank you so much. It was such an honor being uh, on your podcast.
1: And good luck with high school starting.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: And thanks, everyone, who tuned in today. We appreciate you listening. If you want to listen to any of our other episodes, you can find us on our website, dou.com or in iTunes or Stitcher or any other podcast platform that you use. I know I've been hinting in the last couple episodes that we have a name change coming. I promise it's still coming. Stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening. Hope you'll join us again next time.
2: Thanks for listening.